0: John chapter 1, and we're continuing with this that we've been looking at, turning to the Word. Uh, we're, this is, I think this is the seventh installment, at least according to my outlines, it's seven. We, it might be more. I've been preaching it in both places. Um, but the Lord said to us, if you'll remember in 2023, He said one of the things that was going to be so uh, apparent is that there was going to be a returning to the Word a returning to the word uh, from many that had went away from it. And then he said in 2024, the word that he gave us for 2024 was that it would require spiritual maturity and that it would require that believers grow. And he emphasized in four areas, number one in the word, then in the spirit, then in love and in peace. And so he's emphasizing uh, this importance of turning to the Word of God. So in any situation under consideration, I have to ask the question, we have to ask the question, what does the Word say? What's the Word say about that? Because to make a choice, I have to, listen, if you don't know what the Word says, you're left with whatever choice is there in the natural, right? If, if somebody gives you one choice and says choose, well, that's not a choice, right? It's just, listen, it's like in the world we live in, you, you have the, the, they call it the arguments, it's not an argument, but there's a person will say, well, I am pro-choice. And you say, I'm pro-life. Well, see, but a person that's pro-choice only wants one choice. They don't want you to have an opinion. It's just one choice, really. We just want abortion on demand. We don't want you messing up our choice. It's not a choice. They don't want a choice. They just want what they want. Did I lose y'all? No? Okay. That's not a choice. If, If there's just one opinion, there's no choice. And that's what we face so often in the world that we live in. Is, is every other opinion that's different than, than mine, if, if it's a dissenting opinion, then you can't say it. You can't have a voice. You can't have a choice. Right? So I say all that, say, if you only have one option, that's not choice. So if I don't know what the Word says, how do I choose? I've, I, then I can only go with what's there and evident to the natural eye. Amen. The Word is always the higher authority. And therefore, it's worthy of the higher respect. Right? The Word's the higher authority, so it's worthy of the higher respect. And when we turn to the Word, we're turning from the problem to the answer. i got, I got to turn from something to something. Right? You, you can't be focused on the problem and the answer at the same time. You've got to turn. Something has to have my complete attention. It's not, that's not denial of the problem. It's just the problem doesn't have my attention. The Word has my attention. That's there. It exists. But it doesn't have my attention. The Word has my attention. And what I'm giving my attention to is what begins to work. And that's why very often you'll see the problem just go away as you give your attention to the Word. Because in giving my attention to the Word, I'm getting the power to fix the problem. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Do, do, do you see that? I've had people say, well, just don't act like Pastor, I can't just act like it don't exist. I'm not asking you to act like it don't exist. I'm asking you to give your attention to something that's a higher truth. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. Do you see that? Turning to the Word produces the answer. And here's why. Because when you turn to the Word, you're turning to the creative power of God. When I turn to the Word, I'm turning to the creative power of God. The, the curse, by virtue of Adam's transgression, gained the power in the earth to produce things. That make sense? All, all the sicknesses that you see in the world, well, that came with the fall. They're produced by the curse. The the Word has the power to create what's within it. Look at John chapter 1. John chapter 1. Let's look at verse 1. We'll read through verse 3. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, by the Word. And without him, without the word, was not anything made that was made. So in the beginning was the word, the, 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 the word, the logos, the spoken word. All right. And notice the spoken word was with God and the word was God. The word was deity. Deity. All things were made by the spoken word. All things were made by the Logos. And nothing was created without the Logos. That's important to see that. Everything was made by the Logos. And nothing was created without it. Oh, hallelujah. Now, here's the thing. The way God was then is the way God is now. What it took to create then is what it takes to create now. It, it, it doesn't change. Oh, hallelujah. If things were made, well, let me say this. The logos, the written, the, the spoken word is the creative arm of the Godhead. Hallelujah. hallelujah. And if all things were made by the logos, by the spoken word, it means all things have to respond to the logos, If it was created by that Word, it has to respond to that Word. Because everything was created in the beginning. Everything was created perfect. It was created in perfect alignment with God's purpose and God's plan. The Word of God that we have in our life is that instrument whereby we bring things back into the alignment that God intended them to be in. When things try to get out of line in your life, you get in the Word and you bring it back into the alignment that God intended for it to be in. Amen. See, being healed in your body—now, hear me when I say this—it's not so much a, a a a a thing that is out there that's unusual. Being healed in your body is your body being in the alignment God intended for it to be in in the first place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you got to take the Word and push it back there. Yes, sir. Is that right? Yes, sir. For, here's a simple example. You get a doctor's report. And the doctor's report says this. <laughs> it's not what you want. It's not, the, it's not, it's not a good report. Amen. Now here's where a lot of people miss it. They take that report and they say, I don't receive that. I don't receive that. I don't receive that. And they've said nothing. They've said nothing yet, except I don't receive that. You don't receive it based on what? What gives you the authority to not receive it? Because you got to have an authority that you're standing in and operating in in order to say authoritatively, I don't receive that. Does that make sense? But when you go to the Word and you take that report, and you take the Word and line it up beside that report, with His stripes I am healed. If I will serve the Lord my God and give ear to His commandments and do what is right in His sight, He'll take sickness from the midst of me. Is that right? Now I got an authority that demands that my body come back into alignment with what God said. And now now listen, this is important. Why will it do that? Because your body was created by the Logos. And it was created by the spoken word. And so it must respond to the spoken word. And that's why the spoken word was put in written form so that you could have a record of what was spoken glory to Jesus amen so see it has to come back into alignment that's why I've got to turn to the word what's the what's the what's the what's the creative power of God say amen, amen. if all things were made The written word is the spoken word in written form. Now that sounds simple, but think about that. God spoke the word and moved on holy men of God, the Bible says, to write it down. Why? So we could have a written record of what he said. The written word, the word lost none of its power when it took on written form. It just was easier to access. Amen. I'm going to use this a couple times. You know, we quote Romans 10, 9, and 10. If you'll confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord, you shall be saved. Where's the power to get you saved? In that verse. And the moment you did what? Confessed with your mouth and believed in your heart that Jesus was Lord. What happened instantaneously? Instantaneously, your spirit aligned itself with what God said, and you were instantly born again. Instantly born again. Why? Because you you did what the Word said. I say you did what the Word said. Tell your neighbor, I'm doing what the Word said. That's why I'll get word results. Say it one more time. I'm doing what the word said. That's why I'll get word results. Oh, hallelujah! Oh, hallelujah. That works irrespective of where you find yourself. It works irrespective of where you were born and who you were born to and what conditions you were born under. I don't care if you were born on the backside of a desert drinking branch water and eating wild onions. It doesn't make one bit of difference to God. He said, When you find my word, you have found the answer. You have found something precious. You have found something overwhelming. And your situation must, 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 must bow the knee to the creative power of God. It must. I say it must. Hallelujah. So the written word, the word lost none of its power when it took on written form. Look at uh, 1 Thessalonians 2. Whoa, glory. Listen, I got out of bed preaching this morning. <laughs> My little dog was shouting. Now, that's an exaggeration, but I don't know. She might have been. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Because here, here's the thing, and, and, and we say things like this, and there are people that look at you and I as word people weird if we say it. Listen to me. If it's not in your life, take the Word and create it. Take the Word and create it. Because that's what it's there for. It's not just a holy book that we memorize and that we quote. You take what's there and you make it a part of your life. Oh, glory be to God. Oh, I say glory be to God. Amen. Amen. Look at 1 Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 13. For this cause also we thank God without ceasing because when you received the word of God, you heard of us, you did not receive it as the word of men, but as it is in truth the word of God, which effectually works in you that believe. Oh, glory to God. God. Now, Now, here's one thing I want you to see. Believing is turning. You can say it that way and you that turn to the Word. All right? The Weiss Bible says, Not a word finding its source in men, but as it truly is. Now here's what you'll hear a lot. I've heard this over the years. I don't know how many times I've heard this. I'll be talking to somebody and 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 tell them something about the Word and say, you got to believe the Word. And the Word will do this, and the Word will do that. And I can't tell you how many times I've heard people say, Well, my preacher don't preach that. Well, I'm sorry. You're not here to hear the Word of men. You're here to hear the word of God. You don't take this word as something I said that's why we tell you to turn in your Bible and go to this chapter and find this verse because this is your Bible this is God speaking to you and you can flip to the same chapter and see what God said to you God didn't say it just to me it's not something God just wanted me to have a revelation of it's something God wanted his people to have a revelation of don't ever just sit and say well so and so doesn't teach that go to the Bible if the Bible teaches it it doesn't matter who else doesn't teach it and it doesn't matter who else doesn't believe it you don't take it as the word of men it is the ever living incorruptible indestructible word of the living God Hallelujah and you believe it just that way oh glory and notice (laughs) ha I'm glad you came to church today. He said it's effectually working in you. Woo. The Amplified Bible says it is exercising its superhuman power in those of us that believe. When? Right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. Right now right now. That, that that Word that you have on your lap, or in the seat beside you, or on your phone, or on your iPad, it is exercising its superhuman power in your life right now. Your victory's getting closer. Your problem's getting weaker. Your issues are getting less. Why? God's on the scene because the Word's on the scene. And the creative power of God is creating what you need. It's destroying what you don't need. It's bringing to nothing Every testimony that is contrary to what God wants in your life. Everything that says it can't happen. The Word that says you can do all things is bringing that testimony to nothing. Hallelujah! Because I can. Because yeah. the Word says I can. And even if I can't physically, I will be able to. Because the Word will create the can. Where there's a can't, the Word will create the can. When there's no way, the Word will make a way. When nothing's going right, the Word will turn it right. That's, that's the Word. I say that's the Word. That's the Word. Ah, Hallelujah. Believing the creative Word causes it to exercise its superhuman power. On our behalf. I'm turning to it. I'm turning to it. You're turning to it. Most believers will say they believe the Word. In reality, many believers believe the Word is God's Word, but they don't expect the Word to exercise its creative power in them or in their life. Well, that's the Word. What do you expect from the Word? See, the, here's the danger. People will say this is the Word of God. What are you expecting from the Word of God? Because it's God's Word. Remember, what we're trying to do is not think book when we hear Word of God. Word written down that God spoke. It's in book form because God wanted it available. But these are words that God spoke. And we have illustrations throughout the Scripture of how to speak the Word and see Word results. Amen. We don't speak the word because we're a word of faith. We speak the word because we're Christians. We don't speak the word because we're charismatics. We speak the words because we believe God. Amen. Amen. Whatever dog tag you got hanging around your neck, you believe what the word of God said because God said it. There might have been a vessel that brought you the revelation, but they were just telling you what God said. They were just explaining to you what God said. And you take what God said. Am I helping you? Ah, Say out loud, I'm expecting the Word to exercise its power in me. Oh, hallelujah. Say it one more time. I'm expecting the Word. To exercise His power in me, power in me. Mm, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Look at Hebrews four. Ah, glory to God. This is important. That I'm expecting the Word to exercise its creative power in my life. I've talked to people before, and I'd say, how are things going? Well, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, well, you know, you know. No, I don't know. Tell me. Well, what do you mean? I mean, well, you know, I'm working the word, but. Now, wait a minute. Hang on right there. Hang on right there. If you're working the word, <laughs> settles it. Amen. It's working. Amen. It's working. Yeah. Say, it, say it out loud. The word is working mightily, working mightily in me. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. See, now we, we got to sell that. You might can say, the Word's working. I'm facing a challenge, but the Word's working. Now, there are people who say, well, then just don't mention the challenge. Well, listen listen, listen. There's really no Bible for that. If you're in a challenge, you're in a challenge, but the Word's working. The challenge is irrelevant. Amen. You know, I might be going through a challenge today that you don't know anything about, but the Word's working. The Word's working, and it's not working because I'm your pastor. It's not working because I'm a preacher. It's working because I believe it. I don't know what you might be dealing with. I don't know what you're not dealing with. If you're here and you're not dealing with anything, praise. God, pray for those of us that might be dealing with something. But here's the thing. Regardless of what you're dealing with, you have at your disposal the very superhuman power of God to deal with it. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. And it's just a matter of time before we're all running around the building and shouting because God brought you out, because God did for you what nobody else could do, because God made a way where there was none, because God turned the heart of whoever He had to turn the heart of. God brought your children back to Jesus. God restored your marriage. I'm telling you, it's just a matter of time. Glory! Hallelujah. Do you see the ha? Ah, glory to God. Yeah, but I've been standing for a year. You're one day closer to what you've been standing for a year for. Yeah, but I've been standing. Yeah, but you're one day closer to what God promised you. Every day you work the Word. You're another moment closer. You're another hour closer. You're another day closer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah don't give up don't back off don't let off the word of God keep pressing keep pushing keep making the word your source keep making it your go to keep turning to the word everything's falling apart turn to the word everybody turn to the word turn to the word stay with the word stay with the word hallelujah 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 You need to let everything in your life know you're not getting my attention. You're not getting my gaze. You're not getting my focus. My focus is reserved for God's Word. My attention is reserved for God's Word. I will not let you have it. I will not let you take my attention off the Word of God. Here I stand on the ever-living, ever-living Word of God, and I will not be moved. I won't be moved. I won't be moved. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And if you won't be moved, you can't be moved. Hallelujah. If you won't be... Ha, ha. That's why it has my attention. Yes, sir. I say that's why it has my attention. Glory. The Word of God. I'm not going to dishonor the Word by letting everything else have my attention. Yeah, but nothing's going right. Oh, yes, it is. You're saved. You're full of the Holy Ghost. You're on your way to heaven. You're shouting victory. God has kept you. God, everything is going your way. You gotta understand nothing the devil can do about it. He can't stop what God wants to bring into your life. He can't stop what God wants to do. Why? Because God said, I cannot lie. If I said it, I'm going to do you keep turning to the word. My Lord, my Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. I just don't know if I'm going to get through this. I know you are going to get through it. I'm telling you, I know you're going to get through it. If i got to put you on my back and carry you up the mountain, you're going to get through this thing. You're going to make it. Everything is going to go your way. You're a person of faith. You're a person of the Word. You're made of better stuff than that. You don't fall apart when things come to you. You stand up and you overcome because you know how to turn to the Word. Glory be to God. Oh, hallelujah. My Lord, my Lord, my Lord. Mm. Do do you see that? Yeah, that's what's going to happen. That's how it's going to end up. That's how it's going to end up. Hallelujah. I said that's how it's going to end up. Amen. Amen. That's why the Bible says, and and you've read it before, but that's why the Bible says in Micah chapter 7 and verse 8, it says to the enemies, it says when you see me knocked down, it says don't you dare rejoice because because when I fall, I shall arise. Even if I get knocked down, I'm getting back up. The Bible says in the book of Proverbs, don't you rejoice over the falling of a righteous man. Don't spoil his resting place because God's going to fight for him. How does God fight for us? his word God doesn't have to leave his throne and fight for you he has given you the ever-living all-powerful word of God that'll fight your battle for you hallelujah, hallelujah. hallelujah. rejoice don't rejoice hallelujah. don't start getting happy because I stumbled because right. I'm gonna get back up yeah. what's gonna get you back up the word The Word of God, it doesn't prop me up. It propels me. It moves me on to another stage. I'm about to be on another level because the Word of God is moving me to another place. I'm about to increase more than I've ever increased. I'm about to be more healthy than I've ever been because the Word is working for me. Hallelujah. 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 Look look, look at Hebrews 4. Hebrews 4. Hallelujah. Now that's just the anointing on this house. This is how I do it. Amen. You got to see that. I say you got to see that. I'm telling you, this just keeps coming back to me. Listen, folks, it's working irrespective. I, I don't care what level of education you have or what level of education you don't have. The Word is working for you right now. It's working irrespective of your skin color. It's working irrespective of if you're a male or a female. It's working irrespective of whether you're young or old, whether you have or you don't have, whether you're rich or whether you're poor. The Word is working. If you are poor, it's making you rich. If you are sick, it's making you well. If you are. Huh. Glory, to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. My Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God. You can't lose with the stuff I use. <laughs> Hallelujah. God. Huh? <laughs> Why don't you tell your neighbor, I see you getting better already. I see you getting better already. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Everything's better. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 2. Notice it says, Unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them, But the Israelites. But the word did not, the word preached, the word proclaimed, the word spoken. Notice that. Did not profit them because it wasn't mixed with faith in them that heard it. For we which have believed have entered into rest. As he said, I've sworn in my wrath they'll enter into my rest though the works were finished from the foundation of the world. So notice the creative word did not profit them. It didn't assist them. It didn't benefit them. I like this. It did not prevail. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, why? It could not assist them. It couldn't benefit. It couldn't prevail because they wouldn't turn to it. Read the, read the account of those that died in the wilderness. They wouldn't turn to the word. They kept looking at the problem. They kept looking at the circumstance. God told them, if you'll believe me when he brought them out, if you'll believe me, I'll take you to a land that's flowing with milk and honey. Is that right? And did he take them there? Sure did. Took them there. They went over the And, and I'm, I'm not, that's not what I'm teaching on, preaching on. But they, they went over across the, the border of the promised land. Right? And, and, and here's something interesting. You know, Moses said, go spy out the land. God never told Moses to tell him to spy out the land see if it was a good land. God told him in the book of Numbers chapter 13 beginning verse 1 he said send men to go and see that the land I brought you to is a good land. Just go see it. it's what I said it was. Moses told them to spy it out and see what kind of people live there and what was going on. God said in the book of Ezekiel I already spied the land out for you and wanted to take you there and give it to you but you wouldn't believe me. If God says it's good It's good. If God says he's going to do it for you, he's doing it right now. Amen. Amen. Look at verse 11. Let us labor therefore. Now, remember from verse 1 to verse 10. He's talking about people that did not enter in and why they didn't enter in. He says it's because they didn't make it a definite point to enter into the rest of believing. Then the writer of Hebrews says in verse 11, Let us labor therefore to enter into that rest. What rest? The rest of believing. Turning into the word. Turning to the word. Lest any man follow after the same example of unbelief. For, now that's verse 12. We all can quote verse 12. The Word of God's quick and powerful. Why, when anybody quotes that, why do they not put the word for in there? They quote it as a statement, not as a continuation of what was connected to the previous verse. Let us labor, therefore, to enter into that rest, as any man fall after the same example of unbelief. For, now see, hes they didn't enter in. Even though God said they could, because they didn't believe in the power of the Word, He says we can enter into that rest because another word for "for" is "because." Because here's why we can enter into that rest: the Word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even the dividing center of soul and spirit, and is a discerner of the joy of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Is that right? Amen. Let us labor. Let us be diligent to what? Enter into the rest of believing the word. He said, for, we said already it can be because. Be diligent to believe the word because of what it is. Notice what he said. Number one, he said the word is quick. That that word means strong, living. It means it has vital power within itself. It has vitality within itself. Oh, hallelujah. See, the word has the power to bring itself to pass. That's why my job is to believe the word. And the word has the power to bring itself to pass. Amen. The word doesn't have to get its power from an outside source. The word contains the power to produce what it promises. Oh, hallelujah. When you believe the word on something, the word has the power to produce what you believe. Hallelujah. So he said it's quick. Then he said the word is powerful. That word is active, operative, effectual. Active, operative, effectual. Now This gives us a different thought concerning the word. The word exerts the power that it possesses continually. In the life of a believer. That's what the word is. It's constantly exerting its power. Oh, hallelujah. In the life of a believer. Notice, it's, it's active. Verses that are very familiar to us. In, in the book of Jeremiah, he said, he said, my word is active because I'm alert. I'm watching over my word to perform it. Uh, Isaiah 55, says, So shall my word be, it will not return unto me void, but it will accomplish the thing that I sent it to do. All right? Because it's alert. It's active. Now notice, faith activates the word. From time to time, you you might get a a credit card or a a, a store charge card, and on the card will be a sticker, and it'll say, call this number to activate the card. Is that right? You've already got a credit limit on that card, ever what it is. Right? But it, it doesn't matter what credit limit is on that card if you don't activate it. You can go into the store and have money on that card to buy whatever is in the store. Have enough credit on that card to buy whatever in the store. And if you don't activate it, you can't use it. Oh hallelujah. Glory. Once the word is activated, it begins to operate. And it will continue to operate as long as I believe it. As long as I turn to it. Hallelujah. Do you see that? That's why turning to the Word is so important. Because that, that, that's what's operating. Yeah, but it feels like this is operating. No, that's trying to operate. This is what's operating. The operation of the Word stops the attempted operation of the curse. But i got to keep turning to the Word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look at, look at Hebrews 1. Hebrews chapter one. Whew. My Lord, my Lord. So the word is right now active, right now operating, right now effectual. Oh, hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 1 and uh, verse 1. God who at sundry times, different times, different ways, and in different manners spoke in time past to the fathers by the prophets. In these last days he's spoken to us by his son, whom he has appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the world's. The Logos, John chapter 1, we read it in the very beginning, John 1, 14, the Logos, he created the worlds, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, upholding all things by the word of his power. When he had by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high. Now notice, he is upholding all things. That, that's an interesting word because in the Greek, it carries the idea of carrying them along, all right? It carries the idea of uh, expanding, propelling all things by the word of his power. Now, why is that important that we say it that way? I've heard people, even preachers say, yeah, by the power of his word. It's not what the Bible says. It says it's the word of his power. Meaning, here's the idea, that the word contains the power. Does that make sense? So when someone says the power of his word, I understand that that it can mean something, but it's the word of his power. The word contains his power. That's, that's what the, the centurion come to understand in Matthew chapter 8. That if Jesus spoke the word, the authority was in the word. So the authority was not just present when Jesus came into the room. The authority was present wherever the word was. Oh, Hallelujah. This, this is the same idea that we get when Peter said holy men of God wrote as they were moved on. Same word. Right? Where it says upholding, it's the same word. It means holy men of God were moved along. Holy men of God were transformed as they heard what God spoke to them and they wrote it down. Amen. Hallelujah. So he's speaking of things we can see in the universe. That's what? Constantly expanding and being sustained and guided by the word of his power. You know, the universe isn't just randomly expanding. That's important. Because everything, remember what Paul said in Romans? He said everything that we see in creation is a testimony that there's a God. And he said, there, the, "Right." He said, "There are people that he said there are people that come to God because they see it in creation." And he said, "There are people that at judgment will be without excuse because every day of their life they saw the sky, they saw the trees, they saw the mountains, they saw the universe, they saw the stars, they saw the sun." Is that right? What? Why are all of those things so stable? Because the creative word created them. Amen. Did, do you hear that? That's that's listen, that's why, and, and I'm and listen, I'm not just trying to be funny. That, that's why when you hear people say, Well, this is gonna happen, and that's gonna happen, and the universe is gonna this, and the sun's gonna that, and there's gonna be a this, and that no, there's not. No, there's not. Because the Bible says, as long as the earth remains. I don't have a trick Bible. Last last verse of Genesis, chapter 8. As long as the earth remains, seed time, harvest, cold, winter, day and night will not cease. I laughed the other day. I heard a guy, and they said that, you know, the Farmer's Almanac and people that are in the know are predicting the coldest winter in recent history. And I thought, well, what's that due to their climate change theory. Everything's getting hotter, but it's supposed to be one of the coldest winters ever. I don't know. Now, I'm not just preaching opinion. I'm telling you, what do you you make your decisions based on? What the Word says. I'm not planning on digging a hole. and buying enough canned food to outlast the apocalypse. Why? Because the Bible says, you, listen, I'm telling you about the Bible. Because the Bible says that the end days for the, for the believers of God will be like it was in the days of Noah. He said what was going on in the days of Noah. They were eating and drinking. They were marrying. They were given in marriage. Life was pretty much going on just the way it always had went on until the righteous were taken out of the picture. And after the righteous were taken out, the tribulation showed up. Everything fell apart. Why? Because God has a vehicle in the earth called the church of the Lord Jesus Christ that has a job to do. We've got people to get saved. We've got cities to win. We've got places to go. we got a state to cover. we got churches to build. We've got the word of God on that. And he said that his church was built on the rock of the revealed knowledge of who Jesus was. And the gates of hell would not prevail against it cannot amen amen Amen. glory to god hmm amen quit digging holes and dig into the word quit worrying about what's going to happen what's what's going to happen here what's going to happen there Well, you know, there could be a a flare from the sun and just disintegrate us all. And yeah, we're in glory. If it happens as fast as they said it could happen, well, praise God. Hallelujah. One minute I'm here, boom. Next minute I'm there. Praise God. Amen. I, I don't know about you, but I got my ticket signed. It's already been punched. I'm on my way. I'm not looking for a hole in the ground. I'm looking for a hole in the sky. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Well, what if you do go by way of the grave? Don't you cry for me. I'll be, I'll be more joyful than I've ever been. I promise you, no matter who you are, I don't want to come back to you. I don't want to come back here. i got a good life. But once I look on the face of the one who died for me and cleansed me from my sin, I have goodbye, world, goodbye. I don't want anything more to do with this. <laughs> Based on the word. Yeah. Am I helping you? Yes, sir. And, you and, and we can get so. Okay, let me hurry. I got just a few minutes. We can get so transfixed on what's going on in the world that we fail to turn to the word. Amen. Yeah, Pastor, you know what's going on in the world. Listen, you got to be a blithering idiot not to know what's going on in the world. Anybody can see what's going on in the world, right? Because the world's the world. When you have the world in charge of the world, the world's gonna mess things up. Yeah, but the prices of this are going up, and the prices of that. I know. And and listen, the seed makes the seed makes room for that. If if everything goes up, your return will go up. Hallelujah. 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 Somebody told me the other day, did you see the price of a McDonald's Big Mac meal? Well, I don't eat much at McDonald's. I'm not against you if you do, but I don't. And they said the price of a Big Mac meal is like $16. Okay. And what are you going to do? I'll tell you what you're going to do. If you like eating at McDonald's, you're going to pay $16 for your Big Mac meal. Amen. You know how much fuel is? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Filled up yesterday. I know. But what did you do the other day when you needed fuel? Put it in the tank and filled it up. Why? Because you do what you have to do. Let me, hit, let me tell you as your pastor, you've got to turn to the Word. You have to turn to the Word. If, if you've got to quote the Word to that gas pump while you're pumping the fuel, whatever it takes to keep you in faith. Praise God. He will not allow any famine to come upon me. We continually greatly increase. I have all that I need. I'm always fully supplied, completely filled, rich, rich, rich. I will not lack. I will not suffer shortage in the name of fill it up. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Do you understand what I'm saying? There are things you can do without. But folks, listen to me. Am I helping you? Listen to me. When, 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 when you start cutting back because of the circumstance and you start cutting back because things seem tight, here's what you've done. You're not turning to the Word. I'm not saying there's things you don't need to cut back on. But what I'm trying to tell you is when you make all your decisions based on the natural, where is the spiritual? That's right. Some point i got to turn to the Word. Is that right? Hallelujah. Back in in 2008, you know, you may be aware of this, but, you know, a lot of people are not aware of how close in 2008 the whole banking industry came to not existing. Banks were failing left and right. Amen. I got a hold of a little book by somebody that y'all may or may not know named Happy Caldwell. And it was called, No Fear in a Time of Famine. Amen. I read that at the beginning of 2008. We, we had come up here to record, and and every time we'd come up here to record, we'd go to church at, at Agape on Wednesday. And, and I'd go to the bookstore and stock up. And anything new we had, I'd buy it. And, and so consequently, eventually, I owned the whole store. But in any, in any event... <laughs> In any event, I got a hold of that, and the Lord said, you need to take that in your kitchen and preach that to your church. Beginning of 2008, we started preaching that, and we started declaring, we will not lose jobs, we will not lose our houses, we will get better jobs. Were you there? Yeah, okay, you weren't quite as heathen then. Okay, yeah. And, and so, so anyway, anyway, we're going to get houses. We're going to get raises and bonuses. Amen. 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 And, 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 and like I say, Jim was there. And, and he, he can testify to this. People got better houses in 2008 than they ever thought possible. We had people standing up every Sunday saying, I just got a big raise. I got a better job. Nobody in our entire church lost their job. Nobody lost their home. Nobody took a decrease. We prospered. We, we sowed into the city. We sowed into the fire department. We were giving. I'm telling you. Why? Because you got to turn to something else. Amen. Yeah, but you know, Pastor, the economy is falling apart. Mine isn't. Yours isn't. Our economy is not falling apart. Our economy is robust. Our economy is bullish. Our economy is more than enough. I'm almost done. You got a moment? Yes, sir. Huh. The word here in Hebrews one three, the word of His power—that's the word "Rama," the spoken word. Now you would think "Logos," "Rama." "Logos" is a word spoken. "Rama" is a word spoken. Hallelujah. Rhema refers to a specific word. Notice what the specific word is. He's upholding all things by the rhema of his power. See, that's what happened when Joshua was in the valley of Ascalon, and he was fighting that, that battle. Helping, Remember, he was helping the Moabites that had, that had lied, and they had went into Covenant. And then that's something that God will even, if God's in covenant with you, he'll even take care of you when you make mistakes. Isn't that great? And the sun's going down, and he, and he hadn't finished the battle, and he turned, the Bible says he turned in that valley, and he said, son, stand still. Is that right? Now, there, there are well-meaning preachers that try to say that was something it wasn't. It, it was the sun standing still. Well, how'd God do that? I have no idea. Because for the sun to stand still, the earth had to quit rotating around the sun. Now, I don't know how he did that. But he did it. So for how long it took that day, there was no time. <sighs> now put that up against what you're dealing with. God stopped the rotation of the earth so Joshua could win a battle. And nobody was affected. Yeah, pastor, that really happened? Is it in the Bible that it really happened? Now here's what I'm saying. What was that word Joshua spoke? Rama word. Direct word. Precise word. Son, stop. And it said there was never a day before that time like that when God hearkened to the voice of a man. Now the Bible says God will hearken to everybody that calls on Jesus. Isn't that wonderful? But this is, this is that word, this rhema word. In other words, it's referring specifically to the universe. It's referring specifically to the creative entities. It's not, cre- it's not referring to everything in a general sense. It's referring to everything that you see. Everything that you see in the cosmos. Everything that you see in the universe. Jesus, the Logos, the, the living word, spoke a specific word and told the universe to do what it's doing. Told the earth to rotate around the sun told the sun how big to be how hot to be how bright to be told the moon when to come up told every entity that you see in the universe exactly what to do when to do it and how to do it told the geese when to go to Canada and when to come back to Arkansas told the ducks when to go and when to come back and those ducks are still going and coming back because the rhema told them to do it That's why there's no such thing as evolution, because God did not create anything in an imperfect sense and an imperfect state, and then somehow, just by nature, it got better. You ought to know that by your life. It didn't just get better without God. Now, let me finish. What we confess with our mouth and believe in our hearts comes to pass. We talked about that's what you did when you got saved. So whatever you did to be saved, Romans 10, 9, and 10, you confessed with your mouth and believed in your heart. And we did those things because we saw them in the word, heard them, pre- or heard them preach from the word. Either way, we believed the word. And what the word do? Activated, the word activated produced salvation. Which is still operative and effectual in your life today. Oh, hallelujah. Every day you get up saved. Why? Because the word's still working. Amen. And it will never stop working. It's not, it, you understand? And, 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 and when I was a boy in church, we, we'd talk about how he kept me saved today. Amen. He's not saving you every day. He's keeping you saved. You got saved Ever how many years ago you got saved and have been staying saved because of the Word of God. That's why, and I'll close with this. That's why, listen, listen. When God does something for you, the Word will keep it there. That's why you don't back off. What does the Word say? And you stay with that. If, if, if God gave it to you, he said he's he, he said this. He said, he said he's faithful to finish, to complete what he started in you. Amen. That's so important. That's so important. The word of God. Amen. Now I don't know, as we're we're closing the service, I don't know, of course, everybody's situation. We have different ones that Uh, are dealing with different issues uh, that we know of, that uh, uh, Sister Teresa, her father fell and broke his hip, and so we're praying and believing for him for restoration there, for knitting together those bones and restoration. Uh, Others that may or may not be feeling well, uh, of course, we're believing for them, but but uh, under the sound of my voice... You know, the thing that you can be dealing with, ever what it is, there's a a point of change with that that only the Word can produce. Well, I've done everything I know to do, and you're to be commended for that. But at some point, right? Right? The word's got to come into play. This is what changes the circumstance. This is what changes the circumstance. Amen. And uh, again, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. The uh, the difficulty can be in the waiting. And it seems like I've been standing, and I've been standing, and I've been believing. And you could be the, the kind of person that You know you're believing. You're standing on the word. The enemy will have you focus on what has not happened. God would have you focus on the promise. The promise is sure because everything he promised, he's already provided. Thank you, Father. I just need to declare some things over you. Father, I declare an end to that season of struggle. I declare an end to the season of struggle. I declare an end, Lord, to the season of waiting. I declare an end to it. Father, there have been those things that have been delayed because there needed to be maturity and there needed to be growth. But Father, you are seeing that in those and their season has come. Oh, glory. Now be prepared to move quickly because it shall come shortly hallelujah hallelujah and no longer will we say we're waiting but it has arrived and we receive it I declare that you will suffer shortage no more I declare that you will suffer shortage no more no more shortage abundance in the name of jesus oh hallelujah